0: Good morning everybody, happy Wednesday. Um, Today was especially bright out this morning. Um, The sun, I don't know if anybody's ever stared into the sun, but I do and I love it. It just captivates me when I stare at it and the sun is coming up and it's just coming through the trees and the leaves and it's just so beautiful i absolutely love my morning walks i just get lost in my music i get lost in conversation with god that's my time that i fill up my cup for the day and god just it's just god and i there's no distraction he's just talking to me and loving me and it's such a beautiful moment it's like having morning coffee only better like it fills up that, that part of me, my soul, so that I can spend the rest of the day giving out into the areas that, you know, He sends me in whatever way, whether it be serving my family or serving the community or pursuing a dream that I have. Um, today uh, is daily bread is called Why Me? And I have said these very same words to God I remember not too long ago in my bathroom, late at night, crying in just like deep heart suffering. Why me, God? I was like, why me? I love you. I love you. Why is this happening? And come to find out, it was happening for a good reason. I was just feeling that pain because I was having a hard time letting something go that was no longer fruitful in my life or to him so he spiritually cut it off and the hanging on to it me hanging on to it made it painful for me and once I let it go God made it to where it wasn't painful anymore so it's not so much why me but what is this supposed to teach me But we ask this often, why me? And the verse comes from Job chapter 7, verse 20. Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Now, I haven't read the book of Job. I'm just very well aware that this God-fearing man lost everything. Everything. But then he ended up gaining it all back. And through it all, he still loved God. So, it goes... The Book of Odds says that one in a million people are struck by lightning. It also says that one in 25,000 experience a medical condition called broken heart syndrome. In the face of overwhelming shock or loss, in a page after page, the odds of experiencing specific problems pile up without answering. What if we're the one? Job defines all odds. God said to him, There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Yet Job was chosen to suffer a series of losses that defied all odds. Of all people on earth, Job had reason to beg for an answer. It's all there for us to read in chapter after chapter of his desperate struggle to understand. Why me? Job's story gives us a way of responding to the mystery of unexplained pain and evil. By describing the suffering and confusion of one of God's best examples of goodness and mercy, we gain an alternative to the inflexible rule of sowing and reaping. But providing the backstory of satanic mayhem and an afterword from the God who would one day allow his son to bear our sins, the story of Job gives us a reason to live by faith rather than sight. How do you feel about a God who sometimes allows suffering without explanation? How does the story of Job help you understand this? God of creation, giver of life, Father our Lord Jesus Christ, please help me to trust you more than our own eyes and hearts. Amen. This is absolutely beautiful. In my last course of Christian World Study, which was an absolutely amazing course, we actually discussed suffering and why God allows it. Um, because we are a free will, we are free will. He created us with free will and we created our own suffering and not us specifically. I mean, we continue the suffering, but because of the choice of Adam and Eve, we are now born into sin. We have that, that dysfunction in, in our, in our line until we actually face God and go, I've done these things in my life. I have these bad behaviors that I've lived with my entire life. This is who I've become. I don't want to be this anymore. I want to let my own self go, and I want to be who you created to me to be. It is then that you know we are able to let go of that karma that was seeded into us from Adam and Eve. Um, we cannot get rid of that karma, be this great person until we actually come forth to God. And why did this man, Job, why did he suffer so? And he lost everything. He, his family died. He lost everything. And for this, because he still loved God through it. We should love God through suffering. We should love him whether we suffer or not. And we are all going to suffer. We live in a world that we created. Us humans have created this world where we have created suffering and sin, and now we have to live in it. And the only way to get out of it is to actually see beyond the suffering and see the beauty of God's love. But we're going to all live in suffering. Nobody escapes suffering. There is nobody in this world who will never not suffer from the things in this world just nobody it's just not possible and you know what's the point of our humanity if God controls us you know what if God made there no more suffering what if God God does have power God can do that but if he did that then why would we even exist What is the point of having free will to choose if God is just going to tell us, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that? Imagine a parent, and I've been raised by such a parent, who told you exactly what to do, what to say, how to dress, what to eat, how to eat it, to be this perfect person. You grow up resentful and hateful. And um, we end up resenting God because He controlled everything. So... You know, for Job to have gone through all of this and in the moment, I'm sure it was devastating. I'm sure he wanted to give up and give in. But at the end of it all, because he persevered through this struggle that God chose him to go through, Job persevered and still loved God and still praised him. Satan did not win. Because see, Satan wants to use those to say, see God, they only love you because of what you do for them. No, no, we love God because we love God. Because of who he is. Because he's a loving God and a merciful God. And because Job was faithful and persevered and praised God. I mean, God rewarded him in the end. And now, this is a story in one of the oldest books of humanity history. It So... I mean, we all have a story to tell with our suffering. And that, I guess, to like clear cut it, because there's so many reasons why, you know, God just doesn't come in and end suffering. There'd be no point to our humanity. We choose to suffer. I choose to suffer, if I take my life for example, and I look back at my childhood, I look back at my marriage, I look back at unhealthy relationships, I chose each and every one of those, right down to my childhood, I chose to stay in that home, I chose to stay with my mother, I knew I could have left, deep down I knew whether I was scared to or not, but I chose to stay there. Because I chose to. So I chose to stay in the suffering instead of getting up and walking out and believing in myself. My marriage. I chose to stay in an unloving, uh, just unfit marriage. I chose to stay in it. So I chose to stay in the suffering. In my addiction. I chose to pick up the bottle. I chose to drink. I made a choice to drink every day, which created a physical addiction, which created mental um, suffering along with it, that caused me to have to deal with all these issues now. I made those choices. I made the choice to be in suffering. And now that. I have given my life to God and every day I surrender. Every day it's a surrender. When I'm on my walk, I mean, the first thing I wake up is good morning, God. Like that's like, I love him. He has healed me in ways that no human could ever heal me. And I, in words cannot express how I feel when I wake up and I know he's there because he'll always be there. And I've never had that in my life. I've never had somebody always there unconditionally loving me. So when I surrender to Him, I don't necessarily suffer. It's all lessons. And those mold me and they define me and they shape me. Even the time not too long ago when I was crying out, Why me, God? Why me? Why me? Because I chose to be part of something that was causing me suffering instead of letting it go. But when I let it go, God took me out and he healed me from that and he made me a better me. And now there's things like during this coronavirus, I got laid off. It wasn't easy the first two months. It was really difficult. I had fears. I had worries but then I let them go. I always tell my fears and worries to God. And when I let them go, he said, everything's going to be all right. And I believe him. I know it's going to be all right. I've seen too many things. I know too many things that he's done for me, shown me in this world that when he says it's going to be all right, it's going to be all right. So I went through those two months and you know what? It was all right. Like those were the best two months. By letting go to God and not getting stuck on the negative emotions, not getting stuck in the suffering, I saw what he was trying to teach me, not what I was going through. I didn't become my circumstance. I became what God was creating me to be, deepening that love, deepening who I am, deepening my love for the world. So we have to make the choice of whether we see it as suffering Or we see it as something that God has chosen us for. Like, what are we going to learn from this? How are we going to mold ourselves? I mean, Job became a famous guy in a story in the Bible. Like, people talk about him today. Like, his story carried on. God made it his greatest glory. Like, look at what he did through it. And he redeemed him. So... Why do we suffer because we choose to be in suffering? And why does God allow us to be in suffering? Because we have free will. If he told us what to do and he took away suffering, there would be no point in humanity. So you have a choice. You have a choice to be in suffering. If you don't like you don't like how you feel and you don't like where you're at in life, move. You're not a tree. That is one of the most famous memes I've ever seen online. You don't like where you're at. You don't like what's going on. Move. Like you just, you have to move and position yourself for God to start preparing you for things. You have to be prepared to receive blessings. I had to be prepared to be where I'm at right now today, doing this, doing podcasts, serving my family. I had to be prepared to be a mom. He had to prepare me out of jail to be able to love them And bring them closer to Him in the way that was bringing glory to Him. He had to prepare me for this, to love unconditionally, to be able to speak properly, to speak of Him and give Him the glory. I would have never been able to do this a year ago. I would have been so selfish, it would have been all about me, and it would have had nothing to do with God, even though I I did believe in Him but it is all God. God is everything. God works through people to love you. Like he's working through me right now to love you. He used my suffering that I chose to be in when I gave it to him. He took it and he made it something beautiful to use in his glory. And it's such a beautiful thing. And it just, just makes such a beautiful day. And I just, I can't even say enough how loving God is sometimes it's so loving I just want to cry so I am going to end there and I pray for all of you who haven't received God who don't understand it some of you ask like is this is the is Jesus real is the crucifixion real this is what I've heard this is God is real Jesus died for our sins the Bible is real and start searching. You have to search within yourself for the truth of God in you. You can't find it from another person. That's like getting secondhand information for it to really seal in your heart. Just like I had to find it for me, you have to search. You have to pray. You have to open your eyes and see beyond what the World has shown you, and try to see what God is trying to show you, and follow that and believe in that and believe in yourself because He loves you. He called you by name, He redeemed you. You are precious in His eyes. Oh, I just love that verse. If you ever struggle, like one of my favorite verses to think because it's a one step at a time in life, we always take one step at a time, right? One moment at a time, and in Psalms chapter 19 verse 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path and that is so true right there that very verse takes me to the next step if i'm having a day where i can't even get out of bed i don't even want to get out and face the world i just find a verse in the bible i have so many highlighted find them that work for you find the verse that helps you persevere through your suffering that brings you closer to God. I love you guys. God bless you all and have a wonderful day.